Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 the following program is brought to you by bridgeway community church from our nation's capital welcome to real talk with dr david anderson seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your uh, computer or your smartphone, uh, watching me on, uh, on Facebook Live, thanks a lot for tuning in. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, W-A-V-A, 105.1 FM, right here in Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the nation's capital and the surrounding areas. So thanks a lot uh, for tuning in. And guess what? It's a call and talk show, so feel free to give me a call. Uh, My phone number live in studio is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432. Bridge, so feel free to give me a call. Of course, if you're new uh, to the show, then you may not know how we roll. Of course, if you are not new, you know exactly what we do here on Mondays. It's Marriage Monday. And then after that, we have Tough Topic Tuesday, Wisdom Wednesday, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today is uh, Marriage Monday, and we're talking about Love versus like. Love versus like. (laughs) That's right. Uh, How important is like, L-I-K-E? How important is like in marriage? Uh, What do you think? Amber and I have talked about this. We've lived this, uh, and I'll share a little bit more about that with you. I did a a wedding just over the weekend in in a different state, and while I was there, I talked in my message about uh, the three things I wanted to challenge the couple uh, about. And one, I challenged them the purpose to love one another, purpose to like one another, and purpose to learn from one another. And the purpose to like one another, that idea of, you know, hey, I I love you, but I don't like you. Well, you know, is like that important? Uh, And uh, why? Do you still like your spouse? I didn't ask if you loved him. I didn't ask if you love her. Let's assume that you do. What about like? How important is that? Well, if you have a comment about it, a question, maybe you're in a situation right now where you're not quite sure what to do because you realize, hey, you know what? I I love him or her, but I really don't like him. 
I, I just don't like them. Is that dangerous for the marriage? Well, let's talk about it. My number is 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7434. By the way, our show today is sponsored by Best Buy Waterproofing. And if you want to give them a call before the water rises in your basement, you do that by going to bestbuywaterproofing.com or call them directly at 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you for today's show. Thank you for today's topic. Thank you for marriages. And we ask that you'd strengthen them even as we have this conversation today. In Jesus' name we pray. Together, everyone say amen and amen. It's Marriage Monday. If you want to get a hold of me differently than calling me live on the show, you can always go to andersonspeaks.com, andersonspeaks.com. If you want to learn more about gracism, the concept I wrote about in the book, Gracism, along with interviews and other media, you can always go to EmbraceGracism.com. Or to make it real easy, just download the free app, Gracism, and you can learn what it means to be a gracist. All right? Uh, my phone number live in studio, 888-432-7434. Now, here's a question. Um, how important is like in marriage? In fact, is there anywhere in Scripture that says I got to like them? I got to like her? It does say husbands love your wives, but it doesn't say like your wife. It doesn't say, uh, you know, uh, wives respect, submit uh, to your husband as long as you like them. So what about when I don't like them? Can I still respect, submit them? What about when I don't uh, feel the love? from her can can i still uh, like her and in fact how if i don't is that a reason for divorce there's some people who won't stay in a marriage because you know what we grew apart i just don't like him as a person anymore well let's talk about it i want to know from you how important is like and if i can be more vulnerable let me ask you do you like your spouse Amber and I, we went through a time, uh, we've gone through a couple of tough bouts over our uh, 27 years of marriage. We just celebrated our 27th anniversary, and I tell you, I'm, I'm married to a wonderful woman, a great woman of character, a godly woman, and one who has put up with me. She should, like, get a medal or something uh, for a trophy or something uh, for all of these years of, of putting up with David Anderson. But I'll tell you, uh, there were times when we got into a place where we weren't sure we are going to stay together through counseling and everything and we've always decided we're never going to use the d word that was from the time we got married let's not use the d word the divorce word and uh, there was one time i can say in 27 years we used it and it it broke us down to our most reduced states where we were seriously talking about the d word divorce and when we got to the edge of it all she said it's about like don't stay with me if you don't like me and guess what i don't like you I'm like, whoa. And so I'm thinking, well, that doesn't matter whether you like me. I, I'm still committed to God. I'm still committed to you. I love you, and I'm going to serve you no matter what. Well, guess what? That wasn't enough for her. She didn't want a husband that was committed to loving her, but he really didn't like her as a friend. Wow. So she had felt like she had lost her best friend. That really broke me because I really didn't realize that that was really the issue. It was I needed to work on us building a friendship again because that's how we started we actually started as being friends not dating and then it developed into 
a romantic relationship. And so we lost the like, and that almost broke our love. But when we got the like back, guess what? We got the love back. Yes, I'm a testimony. Hey, listen, if you want to talk to me about it, uh, I'm opening my phone lines now on the other side of my commercial break. I want you to uh, give me a call. In fact, if you'll call now, then you'll be in queue. So when I get back, I can start taking you. Here's my phone number, 888-432-7434. I'm going to Baltimore and Anonymous as soon as I get back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Multicultural Ministry Handbook. What is multicultural ministry? How does it affect me? Why is it important? If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or Andersonspeaks.com. into your basement and there was that smell you weren't quite sure what it was mold mildew cracks or blistered paint in your walls well listen you need to call best buy waterproofing they'll come by give you a free inspection and they'll let you know is it water wreaking havoc on the foundation of your home they have more than 30 years of experience and they're ready to give you and all my listeners a free basement inspection all you got to do is give them a call 844 980-3707. One more time, here's the number, 844-980-3707, or check them out at bestbuywaterproofing.com. And by the way, if you do business with them, they'll donate $500 to support my radio ministry. So give them a call, Best Buy Waterproofing. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. To join our text community and receive a free weekly textspiration from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Do you like your spouse? Did you hear that scripture that says, husbands, like your wife, as Christ liked the church, and, and, and wives, uh, like your husbands, as under the Lord? Yeah, it's not in scripture, so is it really something we ought to be talking about 
liking your spouse. That's what we're talking about today, love versus like. I love you, but I don't like you. Have you ever heard that before? Well, big shout out to Andrew Altman, Erica, uh, Erica Sanchez, uh, Philip Dean, and Farin Richardson, all on my Facebook page. And Philip Dean says, please pray for another Caps win tonight. Well, there is a prayer that I know the Lord will answer. <laughs> anyway, friends, I hope you're doing all right. Give me a call. I'm going to give you my number, and then I'm going straight to the phone lines. Are you ready? Here we go. 888-432-7434. Let's kick the show off with Anonymous in Baltimore, Maryland. Hi, Anonymous. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Thanks for and calling. Thank you so much for taking my call. My pleasure. What are you thinking today? I am thinking that right now with my husband and myself, we're in a place after 10 years of marriage and um, finding out, you know, that he's been unfaithful mm-hmm. um, over a year. We are in the middle of counseling and... My heart right now is numb mm. towards him. It's I'm in a place where I know, according to the scripture that I have, I'm, I'm correct if I say that I can file for divorce and be okay in my spirit with it. Right. But I am working to forgive him. Okay. I I want the marriage to stay intact because I believe marriage is a covenant between God, myself, and him. Mm -hmm. That's right. So that's very important to me. Yeah. So Hmm. the things that he has done, not deliberately to hurt me, but because it has hurt me and violated the covenant, Mm -hmm. you know, between us, I am... I am numb, and I don't know how to respond Mm. to him. But one of the things that God is revealing in my spirit is that that you two are one, and if you don't like him, then you don't like yourself. Mm -hmm. So we are one, and God is working with me with my emotions. And and right now, until until that relationship, that passion that I have with him for the yeah. last 10 years, until God is able to bring that back, I am yeah. waiting on the Lord to well, do it, that. Well, it sounds to me like you are a woman of uh, faith and prayer, and, uh, you know, he is blessed to be married to somebody that would be willing to forgive him, to uh, hang around and wait and not run out the door. Uh, how is he doing? Has he has he uh, repented before you, and is he trying to get it right? Yes, he has repented. Um, he's trying. We're we're working on um, on disclosure, and the mm-hmm. first time we tried it, it was too painful for me, and I walked away from it. Mm. Like, like the first time we tried, it was like three sessions ago, and it's every time I try to heal. Yeah. And we revisit that, it rips me apart. And, yeah. and that I know we haven't dealt with. Gotcha. Well, you know, sometimes it gets a little bit more painful before it gets better. But let me tell you, you it will get better and you can get better. Uh, be grateful that you do have a husband that's willing to get it right. It will take a while for you to thaw out. Don't be upset with yourself uh, because you are numb. Mm-hmm. That is natural. 
And uh, let me also challenge the oneness uh, idea. You said you're one there. If you don't like him, it means you don't like yourself. I don't believe that's 100% true. I want to free you from that. Uh, if you don't like yourself, it has nothing to do with what he did. Uh, if you don't like yourself, that's because of something deeper before uh, you met him. Now, by his actions, it just adds on to the fact of why you don't like yourself. But do not um, think because you have negative feelings toward him that something is wrong with you. No. Um, you are hurt. You need to heal. And like a broken leg, it takes time for a broken leg to heal. If it takes months for a broken leg to heal, how long do you think it takes for a broken heart to heal? So your heart is broken and your trust is broken. It will strengthen and it will be restored over time as he continues to show you that he really just wants you. And what happened happened because of some deficits in your marriage and his own personal character, but it's not your fault. Now, maybe there's something you did to contribute, but at the end of the day, he made the decisions he made. So I don't want you to walk away with that on your shoulders as if it's your fault. It's his fault for doing it. You may have contributed in some way, but let him own his piece. You own your piece, but don't uh, think that, okay, one day I will like him again, and then I'll like myself. But if I don't like him, then it means I'm not liking myself. That's an incorrect mm -hmm. understanding of what oneness is, and I just want to free you from that thinking, okay? Okay, thank you. All right. But you hold on and mm -hmm. hang in there and continue that counseling. But let me tell you something that you can do that might be more helpful, and that is if you do mm -hmm. some personal counseling, not with him. Yes. Yes, I am. Okay, good. So that way you can let out all the stuff that you want to let out and deal with some of those disclosures at your pace so you don't have to have him in your face when you're when you're dealing with it, okay? Yes. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. God bless you, Anonymous. God bless you. Mm, I appreciate your call, and I appreciate the vulnerability to try to get better. Let's continue to pray for Anonymous from Baltimore, Maryland. All right, let's go to Washington, D.C. and talk to B.J., who's on the line. Hi, B.J., it's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Doing well. Excellent. What are you thinking it's today? A good, uh, yeah, it's a good topic. It's thought-provoked. I never thought it this way. It just got me thinking. You know, I was thinking uh, love it really transcends um, all in a way where uh, you know, I, I was thinking if you dislike things about a person, you know, particular pieces of that person right. or, you know, things you don't like, um, you might focus on that and think you don't like them. Mm -hmm. And you can still love them. Right. But uh, I think it really is how you're, the perspective you are, you know, how you're thinking. Yeah. Um, you know, I think in everyone you can't perfectly love them. But uh, if you're focusing aside from what you dislike and focus on what you do like, mm -hmm. um, I feel like it, you know, the love will make you transcend and think, not focus on the things you dislike. That makes yeah. Sense. So what you're, what you're saying, let me restate it. Tell me if I have it right, okay, uh, BJ? What, mm -hmm. you're, what you're saying is don't focus on the things that you don't like about the person. Focus on the things that you do like, and then that will change your attitude over time. Is that right? Right. I think you can think you don't like a person, 
um, you know, a, you know, a spouse, mm-hmm. because your focus is on the things you dislike. Mm-hmm. If you look overlook that, and you know, your mind might be always thinking about the things that aggravate you, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't like this person, but really, I mean, you might, you know, like them much more by focusing on the things you do like and. Yeah, and realize, oh, I do really like this person. I really love this person. Right. Do you think that you can make yourself like somebody? Um, I, it's possible, <laughs> it, especially especially when you're talking about a spouse. I mean, initially there was something there. Right. And this. Um, I think in most cases, um, yeah, it can change over time. I mean, it's not a guarantee. Right. 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 Um, of course, but uh, I think in general, I, I think of uh, my spouse, and you know, there's it's impossible that everyone is perfect. Yeah, I mean, there are things I dislike, mm-hmm. but uh, and if I focus on those all the time, I'm like, oh, I don't really yeah. like her. But, right, uh, right. Some things I do like. It really, you know, I think love transcends, and I think having that perspective and focus helps. Got it. Yeah. Hey, well, listen, thanks for your uh, for your thoughts and your comments on that, okay, BJ? Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Anderson. Blessings to you from Washington, D.C. So what do you think? Do you think you can make yourself like someone? Well, you know, when we talk about uh, like, we're talking really about friendship and uh, how do you build that. So you can focus on that. I know Amber and I did. We focused on, hey, let's just let's not try to fix our marriage. Let's not try to be all deep. Uh, let's just work on being friends. And we had a season of go to the movies, go out on uh, uh, dates where we go eat with no pressure, uh, you know, and and you find over time, she's laughing at my dumb jokes again. Okay, that's good because I'm not going to stop making those, <laughs> you know, and I'm, and I'm smiling again to see her smile. And I remember what I did like about her and what I even love about her and and, you know wow there she is i see her again so i think building that friendship is so very important and uh we change over time don't we uh and so the person that you may have liked uh back when you were younger or the person you may have loved five years ago is not the same person because uh like one man said i loved every woman she was in other words he was talking about the same woman but she became a different woman every five or ten years you know, and guess what? You may have a different man at 50 than you had at 20 uh, f- or 25 or 30 or a different man at 65 than you had at 35, a different woman at 42 than when she was 22. And so it's so important to love every woman she is and every man he is, and they change over time. So it's so important for us to understand there is a difference between love and like. Now, here's the good news. The Lord has accounted for this in the Greek language. When it talks about agape love, that's a love of commitment. You're supposed to love your enemies and uh, that sort of thing. So that's that's a, a hard commitment, and God desires that, and that's the way he loves us. It's based on commitment, based on covenant. But there's another kind of love that is translated in the Greek language, phileo, which is more of a brotherly friendship love, uh, almost a family kind of a love. That's important, too. Now, that's really cool because when it tells us, you know, love one another from the heart, uh, like in First Peter, that is basically saying, hey, listen, work on liking and being uh, a Philadelphia brotherly love to someone. It may not be a romantic love. It may not be this raw commitment of covenant. But, you know, there's something that says as fellow believers, we ought to have fellowship and we ought to have 
brotherly, sisterly love with one another. Uh, that could also account for like. And, and like only happens when you kind of spend time together. Uh, you see that person walking in, and, and it brings a smile to your face. You see their text, it makes you smile, as opposed to you see them in a grocery store, you want to duck. You see their text, you do a deep breath. <sighs> that deep breath is telling you, there's something wrong with my like. There's something wrong with my like. i got to get my like back on. What do I need to do to change that <sighs> to a, oh, look, so-and-so texted me, you see? Oh, there's my wife. Oh, there's my husband. This is important. That's why we're talking about it. Do you think it's important or do you think it's trivial? I'd love to hear from you on the topic. Here's my number, 888-432-7434. Today we're talking about love versus like. How important is like in your marriage? As soon as I get back from my commercial break, I'm going to be taking your phone calls. My lines are open. Here's the number, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Here's a question. What's love got to do with it? What's like got to do with it? We'll be right back. People ask us all the time, what makes us different as a direct lender? Hey everyone, this is Mike. And this is Brian of Fellowship Home Loans. As a direct lender, there are any number of things that are working to your advantage. Because there's no middleman, you deal directly with the decision makers. So what that means to you is that there's one less person in the process, and that savings is passed on to you. And we make the decisions in our office. And this is done in a matter of weeks, not months. As a mortgage lender guided by Christian principles, our priorities are different. And as a direct lender, we approach each lending situation differently, too. We work hard to ensure that everything we do demonstrates this commitment. Give us a call today at 800-804-SAVE or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. That's 800-804-7283 or fellowshiphomeloans.com. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 601-34. A few years ago, I started noticing how quick my legs got tired, sore, and heavy feeling. I'm over 40, so I figured par for the course, right? But then my doctor told me about vein disease. Vein disease is more commonly recognized as those naughty, bulging varicose or spider veins. But you can still have it and not see the obvious signs. In fact, vein disease is typically undiagnosed and can be debilitating if left untreated. So I went to the specialist at Vein Clinics of America for a free evaluation. They've been successfully treating vein disease for over 35 years. One easy test, and they can tell you definitely whether you have it or don't. I did. Treatments were non-invasive, it was covered by my insurance, and now my ugly varicose and spider veins are gone. Thanks to Vein Clinics of America, my legs feel years younger. And I'm able to wear shorts and skirts again. So call Vein Clinics of America now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Call 800-303-4141. That's 800-303-4141. 800-303-4141. Let's talk about your business for a minute. Think about all the things you're doing to attract the best talent. Between the networking events and referral bonuses, you're probably spending plenty of time and money to find the right people. But what if it was your office that attracted employees? 
Today's workforce is mobile and active, and they want an office designed around the way they work. And Veridesk makes it easy. Veridesk Standing Desk Solutions help you create an active workspace where employees can stand and move so they're happier, healthier, and more productive. Our full line of active office products are constructed with commercial-grade materials and require little to no assembly so they're easy to set up and move. Companies of any size can have a Veridesk active workspace. Ordering is simple. Shipping is free. And our 30-day guarantee means if you don't love it, we'll pick it up for free. Learn more about Veridesk Active Workspace Solutions at veridesk.com slash radio. That's V-A-R-I-Desk.com slash radio. Did you ever get a good feeling? Well, you know, do you have a good feeling about your spouse? Do you, you like your spouse or maybe you don't like your spouse? That's what we're talking about today. If you're just getting in the car, uh, we're talking about love versus like. I love you, but I don't like you. You ever been in that situation? Hey, listen, all of us are in this one. I love you, but I don't like you right now. We've all had a right now uh, dislike. That happens all the time, right? You know, I don't like you right now. I don't like your attitude. I don't like your stink. I don't even like you right now. So we're not talking about the right now kind of thing. Because you know that that's going to change in, in 10 minutes or after dinner. I'm talking about a deep-seated, you really don't like the person you're married to anymore. Uh, and the question is, how important is like in marriage? And, and are you working on like? I, I think that's what I'm really trying to help uh, you do is to work on the like part by building that friendship and by keeping that friendship. Uh, because that's the thing that Amber and I did lose for a while, and it made it challenging for the relationship. So the way we got back was that we worked on the friendship, not so much the relationship, if you understand what I'm, the distinction I'm making. All right, I want to know if this is important, if you think it's trivial, or what your thoughts are, maybe even what your questions are because of what you're going through uh, right now with your spouse. Maybe you find me hitting the bullseye right now with this conversation because it's exactly where you are and you need some help to get through it. Maybe I can help you. Here is my phone number, 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to BJ in Waldorf, Maryland. Hello, BJ. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm alive and grateful. As you say. How you doing, Doc? <laughs> Amen to that, my friend. Amen to that. So what are you thinking today? Um, yeah. Uh, you know, first of all, the topic is, uh, is awesome, as always. Um, so I think that one of the things that can help you like yourself mm -hmm. um, is being willing and able to laugh at yourself. Mm. Um, so you gotta. So mm -hmm. in essence, you can't take yourself too seriously. And like yeah. we as men, we struggle with that, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. our ego and everything else like that, and our pride. Not yeah. to say that women don't, um, but yeah. I think I, I have found my wife and I. We've been married for seven years now, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, so we're still puppies at this thing. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I, I found that you know we we laugh all the time. Mm -hmm. She clowns me all the time, mm -hmm. and I just laugh. She'll, and you mentioned in your comment, uh, oh, if your wife sends you a text, are you like, oh, that's my wife, or you, or yeah. are you like, oh God, <laughs> right, um, right. <laughs> and so I think you know 
that if you're able to laugh at yourself, let your wife clown lead you, let her make fun of you. If you're goofy, own it. If your jokes, uh, you mentioned you tell bad jokes. Yeah, um, all the time. And I imagine that's your, <laughs> what did you say? I said all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But you own it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's funny is it still works. Like, I love it when I when when I take her off guard with one of my dumb puns and she laughs and that beautiful smile comes out and that was like worth the the goofiness right there. You know what I mean? Right. So, you make a good point though, BJ. Laughing at yourself is so important and and when she can laugh with you, you, you know that something's healthy about the relationship. When you're always frowning, uh then something's unhealthy and wrong and you got to fix that. It's not always easy to fix it. Um, but it's important to see it and to work on it. What do you think? I'll give you the last word on this one. Yes, sir. Um, I, I agree with you 100%. Um, I just wanted to also note that I completely understand your analogy or your the difference that you're making, mm -hmm. uh, the delta between relationship mm -hmm. and friendship. Yeah. Um, makes perfect sense, obviously, before marriage, but even in marriage. And I think yeah. this is one of the things that you can do. It's like, okay, look, don't take yourself so seriously. Right. Laugh. Right. Uh, own your goofiness. Own your, if you're yeah. corny, man, own that joke. That's right. That's <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, listen, BJ, I appreciate you from Waldorf, Maryland. What a good point he made. And, you know, the reality is uh, if you're working on the relationship all the time, you know how people say marriage is work, and I'm not disagreeing. Okay, it is. But if it's always work, that's what makes it difficult. Sometimes if you give yourselves permission not to work on the marriage. I know this sounds really weird, me saying this. Like, as it's coming out of my mouth, I'm wondering, is this right? But I've only watched it happen in my experience. When we've just decided we're not going to sit around and, and, and go to another counseling session or have another meeting where we're dealing with heavy stuff. No, let's almost put a moratorium on working on the relationship. And let's just work on being friends. Let's just hang. And let's not talk about things that are too heavy. And let's not take each other too seriously. And that doesn't mean we're never going to work on it. It doesn't mean she didn't have issues with me or I wouldn't have issues with her or, or whatever. No, it just means, you know what, we've decided we're going to save that for the counseling office, save that for another time. Today is about having fun and, and, and working on the friendship. Can we just go for a walk around the park? Can we just go, uh, you know, to, to the pool and swim? Can we just go to the movies and not have to have this? No, we have to look in each other's eyes and we have to deal with these difficult issues of trust and, and uh, respect and, <laughs> you know, all the things that she's not doing in the house and all the things I'm not doing because I'm not home and I'm not coming home on time. I mean, yes, okay, we can work on that, work on that, work on that. And then guess what? Every time you see that text, it's going to be a, oh, got to work on my marriage again. No, maybe you save that for certain times so you can be like, okay, you know what? We're going to eat pizza, go to the movies. All right, we're going to have some wings. You know, there's something about that that just lets the pressure out of it and maybe I'm speaking to somebody. Maybe you're listening to me right now saying, that's our issue. Maybe that's our issue, Dr. Anderson. I'm going to try that. I'm, I'm going to try not to take this thing so seriously. We're not going to be divorced tomorrow. So how about we enjoy uh, today? You know, just give it a thought. Let me know what you think on the other side of the break. Triple eight four three bridge
When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Dignuhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Dignuhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. Welcome back. I'm David Anderson. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Love versus like. That's what we're talking about today. I love you, but I don't like you. Maybe you've been in that situation with your spouse. Maybe you're in it right now. How do you work on the like? How do you work on the friendship? You know, it's so important, isn't it? Uh, But some people miss it, right? And so what happens is, okay, I'm going to love her. I'm going to serve her. I'm going to love her. I'm going to serve her. Okay, I'm going to love them. I'm going to feed them. I'm going to take care of the kids. I'm going to love them. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to love them. And so you're both loving one another, and you're existing. And guess what's happening? The energy, the oxygen, the fuel of your marriage is seeping out because you're focused on the act of loving. Because the scripture says love. Love your spouse. Love your enemy. Those are committed acts, and you are committed to acting right. But a true relationship of marriage is not just acting right, but actually also feeling right. And that feeling, again, you can't govern the whole relationship on feeling. I'm not saying like is more important than love. I'm not saying that the way you feel about your spouse is more important than the the fact that you have made a vow and a commitment. I hope you hear the difference and the nuance. What I'm saying is uh, you can actually love your spouse and your spouse could love you and y'all could still lose the relationship because guess what? You don't really have one. You just have a commitment to doing the same thing over and over again and uh, realizing that you're losing something deep deep inside of you. You're hollowing out. I don't want that to happen to you. I want your friendship and your like to to fill the relationship as well. And you got to do that by actually focusing not just on the commitment but uh, on the camaraderie. 
Ooh, there you go. Sound like a preacher. I gave you two C's right there. By the way, Diamond says on Facebook, oh, let me give you my number in case you want to give me a call. Got just a couple minutes left if you want to have a, a comment or a question for me. 888-432-7434 if you want to give me a call. But let me read a couple of things that uh, are on my Facebook page. Thanks, uh, friends, for tuning in there, by the way. Uh, but I like what Diamond says. She goes, I like my husband. I love him, too. My husband and I laugh at myself all the time <laughs> so her husband and her laugh at herself do you laugh at him too i'm sure you do uh, i like what ray nelson says the like and the friendship is ex extremely important my spouse and i love laughing together and building that friendship august will be 14 years way to go ray nelson and uh, Charlotte Bird, I asked on Facebook, I didn't ask you guys this. I said when they were playing during the break, what's love got to do with it by Tina Turner? I asked, who, who's old enough to remember that song? And Charlotte Bird says, I got my two-year-old singing it next to me, LOL. Well, I love that. Um, appreciate all of y'all on Facebook Live. Now, listen, I am going to go back to the phone lines. I've got time for a couple more calls, so if you get in quick enough, I can take it. Let me give you the number, 888 432 7434. All right, let's go to, uh, let's see, Maryland. I'm not sure where the city is. I'm not sure how to say that. But Edward is there. Hey, Edward, how do you say that city in Maryland? Edward, are you there? Well, sorry I missed you, Edward. I couldn't pronounce that city anyway. I've lived in Maryland for a long time. I've never seen that city. But call me back. Maybe you can pronounce it for me. <laughs> okay. 888-432-7434. My lines are still open if you want to give me a call. Sorry, Edward. We missed you from uh, blah, 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 Maryland. <laughs> okay. 888-43-BRIDGE. You know, it's so important to understand that relationships are built on love, yes, but they're also built on like. That's the friendship feeling uh, part. And that comes actually from spending time together, uh, learning each other's nuances and idiosyncrasies. It does come from talking together as well. Uh, talking together uh, means being on the phone. It means being in the car rides together. Uh, it means spending time together, uh, maybe traveling. You know, Amber and I just got back from... Uh, three or four days of, of traveling, and she was my companion. I didn't go with the whole team of people for work, um, but I took her with me on this job. And uh, guess what? You know, just traveling together, going through airports, four different planes, and uh, hey, baby, you keep the bags. I got to run to the bathroom, or let me keep your bags. You run to the bathroom. I mean, it's like all those uh, sort of just normal things that people go through, being normal together. Uh, and deciding, you know, are we going to eat a Krispy Kreme donut or not? You know, those are the, I know they're like, like sort of just little things, but that's what relationships and friendships are, are made out of. The dumb little things where you have something on your, on your side of your mouth and you don't see it. And the other person's laughing at you and you say, why are you laughing at me? Because you have something on your mouth, <laughs> you know? So anyway, tell me what you think about this. Is it trivial or does it actually matter to you? A triple eight, four, three bridge. All right, I think we got Edward on the line from Nanjamoy, Maryland. Did I say it right, Edward? You certainly did, sir. Where is Nanjamoy? my call. Um, <laughs> about 20 minutes west of La Plata, Maryland. Oh, wow, down there in southern Maryland, huh? 
Yes, sir. How about that? Well, you've introduced me to a new city, so a big shout-out to all my listeners who are from Southern Maryland and specifically Nanjamoy. Edward is representing. Hey, so, Edward, what are your thoughts on this? Well, um, I don't like my wife. Mm. I love her. Okay. And I hate to lose her, but I do not like my wife. We're in a situation where we've never had uh, not a sexual relationship, but an Mm. intimate uh, relationship for the last couple of years. Mm. But my wife... But my wife decided to take it upon herself to go to a uh, uh, male massage parlor to get a massage, but yet her own husband can't put his hands on his wife. Mm. So now, are you resentful because she went to get, like, was it a professional massage? Or are you thinking it's more than that? Well, um, she's saying it's a professional massage, but uh, she only goes to see the male massages. Uh-huh. So masseuse or whatever you call them yeah and are you mad about that specifically or were you mad before that and that just exacerbated your feelings no um i'm mad about that mostly that's what um they're driving us to the point of getting a divorce Hmm. because i i i let my wife know my true deep feelings about um this thing that she was doing and i asked her not to do it and she told me she was going to go ahead and do it. Mm. And uh, I asked her, I said, so you don't care how I feel about this? And she says, no. Mm. And why is that? What has been the breakdown of the relationship to the point that she doesn't even care what you think anymore? I wish I knew the answer to that. If that was true, then I'd still be living at home. So you're separated now? Yes, sir. Oh, wow. Was it over this issue? Uh, yes, that, that was the icing on the cake for me. Yeah, but you said you guys hadn't had any intimate relations for a long time. Is that right? That's true. Why was that? I have no idea why that is. Okay, but you wanted to be connected, but she didn't. She resisted you when you initiated. Is that right? That's true. Yeah, and has she thought about and have you thought about counseling at all? Uh, we tried going to a counselor. Um, the counselor decided that she was going to let me speak first, and then my wife was going to respond to uh, what I was spoke about. But uh, once I said my side of the story, my wife said there's no need to come to a counselor anymore because there's no help they can give us. Mm. Well, first of all, I'm sorry that you guys are going through this. It sounds like there are deeper issues, and she's upset, and she's cold, and she's rebuffing you. And as a result, there's nothing you can really do. Um, because clearly she is driving the train on her own, and she doesn't want your input, she doesn't want you around, and she wants to do exactly the opposite of what you've said. And so there's not a lot you can do at this point, Edward, except to pray for her and to manage your own emotions. And what I mean by that is don't allow yourself to be so angry that it affects your own health and the way you relate to her you got to take this to the Lord and say, Lord, please turn her heart, but keep my heart soft because I'm really upset and I'm really angry about this. And, uh, and, and you continue to do counseling, even on your own, because I want you to manage yourself. I don't want you to lose yourself because of this. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir, I absolutely do. All right, do not die inside because of this. I need you to take care of yourself in the middle of all of this pain. Okay, Edward? 
Yes, sir. All right. Thank God. you for taking my call. Absolutely. God bless you, my friend. I'm so sorry you're going through it, and I'm asking that God will give you the strength and the grace to get through it. We'll be right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And young girls, they do get weary wearing that same old shaggy dress. Yeah, yeah. There is a devastating disease crippling children, disfiguring them, leaving once beautiful faces marked with the unmistakable signs of leprosy causing them to live a life of pain, shame, and isolation. But you can help American Leprosy Missions find, diagnose, and cure these children. You can stop leprosy. Right now, you have an incredible opportunity to help and heal children who are suffering. Because it costs only $90 to cure leprosy in three people, you can be the source of their healing. Jesus said, freely you have received, freely give. Give now to help those suffering with leprosy. Call American Leprosy Missions right now, 800-979-1980. 800-979-1980. That's 800-979-1980. Or give online at StopLeprosyNow.com. Are you looking for direction in your life? Here's today's Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffress. You see what's going on here in Philippians chapter 2, verse 13? We are to work out our salvation knowing that God is working in us. Justification, being made right with God, is God's work alone. But sanctification, our becoming more like Christ through obedience to Him, that is a joint responsibility between God and us. F.B. Meyer, the great New Testament scholar, said it this way, God may be working in you to confess to that fellow Christian that you were wrong." But you have to work it out. God may be working in you to change an immoral relationship, but you have to work it out. God will not work apart from you, but he wants to work through you. You're listening to Dr. Robert Jeffers. For information and helpful resources, go to ptv.org. Join us for WAVA's Women in Ministry High Tea and Conference. It happens June 14th at the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C. The day begins at 9.30 with breakfast and a morning session, followed by a high tea. Then Mylan and Kay Yurkovich from New Life Live deliver a message about turning stress into opportunities for emotional intimacy. You can register right now at WAVA.com. Keyword women. And we'll see you on June 14th at WAVA's Women in Ministry High Tea and Conference. I'm Steve Reynolds, pastor of Capital Baptist Church in Annandale, Virginia. I'm also author of Bod for God and the creator of the Losing to Live Weight Loss Competition, which has resulted in tons of weight loss. Now get ready and be part of the annual Losing to Live 5K Walk Run, which will take place in beautiful Annandale, Virginia. Call 703-560-8677. That's 703-560-8677. The next Losing to Live Weight Loss Competition begins Saturday, June 16th. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. 
Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And thank you so much for your donations, my friends. And thank you to Best Buy Waterproofing, our sponsor of today's show, who gives a $500 gift to the show every time one of my listeners uh, use him. So if you got a waterproofing need, mold or mildew in your basement, especially with all this rain happening on the East Coast, make sure you give him a call. He'll give you a free inspection. And again, if you end up doing business with him, that's another way of supporting the show and getting good service like Amber and I got at our house. So bestbuywaterproofing.com. You can also call them at 844-980-3707. Let me give you the number one more time, 844-980-3707. Now let's go to Oxon Hill, Maryland for my final call. Anonymous is on the line. Hi, Anonymous. Dr. Anderson here. How are you? All right. Hi, Dr. Anderson. Welcome. Thank you. What's your comment or question? Okay, I have a question. So if you love you love your, your spouse, but you don't necessarily like the way they do things or fail to do things, like helping with the chores and different Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. And what's your question? Oh, my question is, how do you handle that? Oh, well, the good news is that means you probably still like your spouse. You're just not liking their behavior because you want them to do something. Is that right? Right. Okay, that's good. So we're not talking about disliking them. We're talking about we want new behavior. Uh, One of the ways you get new behavior is giving consequence to bad behavior and giving affirmation for good behavior. So which one do you think would work better with your husband? Consequences for not doing what he's supposed to do or affirmation when he does what he should do? Um, I tried both. I say neither, but more so. He said neither one going to work with him. Hey, well, listen, I I would think that if he does something well and you affirm him, uh, he'll do more things. He's supposed to do more things to get more affirmation. That usually happens for people who like affirmation. I happen to be one of them. Uh, What I'm not good at is when I get negative consequences for not doing something. So uh, if I don't do something, you tell me to do it, then I'm going to do it. But if I forget to do it, if I fail to do it, negative consequences uh, doesn't motivate me. What motivates me is when I do something well elsewhere and you say, that was really great. I really appreciate that about you. And by the way, I'd really appreciate it if you also, uh, you know, uh, you know, did the dishes. Well, you know, then I'm like, well, if I got this affirmation over here for that, then I want more of that affirmation. So now I'm going to go do this. You know what I'm saying? So you almost got to find out what it is that motivates your spouse, but you got to communicate to him. Uh, that you're not happy with this, and clearly you're not. So I would just keep working on either affirmation or consequences. But some people work great with negative consequences. So if he doesn't do what he says he's going to do, if he won't step up like you need him to step up, you need to think about what negative consequences can I give him until he does what I'm really needing him to do. Hey, listen, Anonymous, I've got to run. Try that. I've got to run. The show is ending. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you for the wisdom you're giving us, the connection you're giving us. And Lord, give us the like and the love. Thank you uh, that I believe you not only love us, but you like us too. In Jesus' name. Together, everyone said, amen and amen.